Hey, this is Elisa from Spoken Views Reno, and you're listening to Up in the Mix with The Truth, De La Foto, and The Token White Guy. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot and fresh from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude That You Thought I Was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, a.k.a. Your Friendly Neighborhood Mexican Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the, How the fuck, fuck did, did he, he get, get here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, and the honey Sorry. badger. That was too much. We, we're already hyped up. We've been that talking was a, a lot. That was extra. Sorry. <laughs> I was like anticipating this is my surprise I was face. watching it. It's, you're never surprised. I have to clip that down. And that's Jake, by the way. Sorry. Not introducing himself. Guppy. Uh, what's going on? Guppy, Sean, how was your week? My week was awesome. Uh, had our first volleyball game. We dominated. We won. They played great. Uh, I was super proud. They, they like killed them so badly. And then, because uh, I, I was like doubting myself, it was like my first year coaching the A team, <laughs> and like the other woman I'm coaching with, like has more experience. Like she's she played college volleyball a long time ago, and I was just like, you know, maybe she should be coaching the A team. But then the first <laughs> game happened, and I realized, why am I doubting myself? <laughs> Never doubt yourself. They were not prepared to play. Her team looked shook. They lost. I felt bad, but like I'm like respectful, you know, like I'm not going to overstep my bounds. You know, that's her team. I got to let her coach. She's got to learn because she hasn't coached middle school in a while. But anyways, that was good. Uh, we had a Super Bowl slash birthday party for Kevin last Sunday. That was pretty good. That was a good time. Good times. I enjoyed myself there. And uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of good food. How was your... <sighs> Salutes to uh, Katie, Kevin's girlfriend. Mm. Made homemade chocolate cake. Dude, it was ho- Oreo cheesecake. Lemon bars. Homemade ice cream. <sighs> So much delicious. It was so good. You missed out. You should have left. Yeah. I'm the cake sorry. Was so Look, good. I, I grabbed a few bites of this and that. I saw the spread. I said hello, but I I had to move on. But it it looked like it was good good times. Yes. Super Bowl party. We've definitely sure. elevated our game this year. Yeah. yeah. Caesar, yeah. how was your week? Um, the highlight, Dilla Day. We went to Dilla Day on I Thursday. I forgot about that. So yeah. My sorry, week was very I busy. Make, make I, yeah. I completely forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Dilla Day. Um it was like awesome music. Uh the thermites, the homies DJ'd. Um, they redid a couple of songs like Jay Dilla. It was like a, not like a beat battle, but just showing off what they can do with, you know. Salutes to Ian. Mm-hmm. And then there was painting, too. People were painting album covers, which was Shout tight. out Orlando, Rubzella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone out there make it. I yeah, saw that Orlando album he redid. Right? That, was that was tight. Cool. It yeah, was so super good. cool. Yeah. And then shout out to K-Wing for helping out. And there was donuts on Dilla Day, which I was pumped on. Donuts oh, yeah. On uh, Day. Tom wants us to stop by the station. We got to do some headshots for Again. a little project. He's kicking it with your mom. They're redoing the uh, classic A Tribe Called Quest album with all the different. Head- oh, around the thing? Yeah. yeah so around the border? We got to go do that this yeah. week. I forgot to tell you. And no then, uh, then Friday, Grandma Sutherland turned 99 and we went on a party bus. Wow. Salute to Swin. Yeah. I know you're listening. Yeah. Swin, you're the man. Yes. And Grandma was having mimosas at 10 in the morning. 
and she's 99 years old. Those so. those were some amazing photos you took. I was like, yeah. this cap you you captured what was going on. Whoever was just from the water bottle pouring the mimosa into Grandma's glass yeah. on the party bus. Mm-hmm. That was a that's Andy that Schwinn's went out there in the snow Great taking shot. little artistic <laughs> pictures of the beach. He, he always does that one artsy picture of the Bloody Mary because yeah. it's like tradition. So she's 99. It's like a mini family reunion, and you know I'm like I'm luckily. Caesar Sutherland now on um, this weekend. Caesar Sutherland <laughs> and the next twenty four. And then uh, yeah, so it's a party bus. And then like tonight, like a little dinner. And then tomorrow, like lunch. And people are in town. Like they have family in Montana and Alaska and stuff. So it's fun. Love it. And it's good. She's the patriarch. Still making matriarch? sure every matriarch. Pardon, <laughs> pardon. I thought patriarch was gender neutral, but I don't know. But whatever, matriarch. But it was fun. Everybody got loose and. <laughs> It was it was always a good time. How was your week, Jake? My week was wild and crazy. Weather, work, court, uh, new car, broken windshield, and How yeah. How did you break your already? Windshield? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It just like <clears throat> cracked, and then I'm literally driving, and the crack just starts splintering all the way across the entire windshield, and I'm sitting there just watching it happen. I almost had enough time to pull out my phone and start recording it because it was Take such that back. a slow. To the dealership. Oh, no, I already called him. That's where I'm going after this. I'm going to go pull up and be like, this is defective, and then I'm going to come up with something (laughs) like, you guys use regular water as the washer fluid instead of the anti-freezing washer fluid stuff, and then we'll see if I can't argue something. How cheap is... No shit, right? No shit. No shit. Let's go Let's go talk about this. (laughs) I would be furious. Okay, and then I came up with this crazy (laughs) hypothetical because I was thinking about advancing careers and you know, what people think about other people. And so I, this one phrase really hit me. And so, all right, everybody needs to think I'm about this. away from the microphone. <laughs> take a pause. Take a pause. Everyone needs to think about this. Okay, so if you hear this particular word, there's one of two reactions that I think people have. And one of the reactions is that you think of an overachiever and one of the reactions I think that other people have is that they think of an underachiever. And I think that the first person you think of is represents who you are. So this is, <laughs> this is what I was thinking. If HR has to make an exception for you, it means that you are exceptional. Is that good or bad? Mm. Nothing. No. Why are you asking us? This feels like a yeah. personal stunt right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm just wondering. I'm, no, <laughs> I'm just flexing. wondering. We, we went. Why are you? <laughs> because we asked if a hot dog was a sandwich or not, and I thought that was kind That's of. That's a very simple question. Yours had several qualifications and specifics that only you understood. No, not necessarily. It's a hypothetical. So, so if somebody. All right, never mind. We're All moving right. on. All right. Just, extra, let's, extra. Let's, let's climb out of this rabbit hole. <laughs> rabbit hole. And right. uh, JT, you're uh, not JT, but Jake, you're ex- exceptional. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll be your HR. And like, we right. have I don't know three if it's good or bad, though. Is very bad? special guests here in the Honeycomb Hideout today. I'm wasting time. We got guests. Getting back on track. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. We have Ashley Macell from Dodge for Cause. And their good friend Maria, welcome the guys to Up in the Mix. Hey. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us. Welcome. Can you guys introduce yourselves and give us any AKAs you might have? Uh, this is Marcel Martinez, DJ Mice, AKA Daddy, Dada, Ada, and all those other beautiful names I <laughs> get Papi from Chulo. my girls, especially Papi, Papi Chulo. Chulo. Hi, Papi Chulo. Nice. I am Ashley Martinez, AKA Mama Bear. 
aka Mama Chula. I like it. <laughs> there you go. How come you never call me that? I'm Michelle's wife, by the way. It'll start today. <laughs> Zucia. <laughs> ah, that's nice. my favorite one. Uh-huh. Uh, and Maria has also called me the deep thinker of the group. I have. It's <clears throat> the first time anybody has ever told me that, though. <laughs> she is. She's the detail, detail-oriented <laughs> master. I am Maria Barber, uh, a.k.a. Mommy Look. Look at me. Look at me. Mommy, look at me. <laughs> look at me, Mommy. It's one word now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're really happy to be here. Those are great. That's awesome. Mom, mom, mommy, look at me. Mommy, look at me. We all know. Mommy, look at me. How do you not snap? Like, uh, <laughs> patience, fantastic. patience, and you could ignore them. Just like tugging on your jacket. <laughs> but anyways, what is Dodge for a Cause? Can you guys explain to our listeners who maybe? didn't listen last year when you guys are on and uh, tell us what dodge for a cause is um dodge for a cause is a local dodgeball tournament that started eight years ago um my daughter lila barber um my husband said we really wanted to have a stem cell treatment and it was twenty thousand dollars and we thought how in the heck are we going to do this and he said i want to have a fundraiser so there it was he started a dodgeball tournament the first year it was kind of all of our friends just put out to our local group, you know, our close group. And we raised $1,000 and we were just over the moon. We thought this is amazing. And somehow it caught on and we're in our eighth year. And last year we raised about $42,000 and gave back Dang. to 11 local families. Nice. That's special awesome. Needs That's awesome. Bravo. Yeah. And you give to families who need medical treatments that maybe aren't covered by their insurance. Exactly. Um, the stem cell treatment, for example. You know, a lot of families and a lot of parents would say, oh, we can't do that because we can't afford it. And we want to be the ones, Michelle and Ashley and Matt and I, to say, you can do this. You don't need to afford it out of your own pocket. Let's figure out how the community can help you so your child can thrive. That's amazing. So can you guys tell us a story about your children and what motivated you guys to get involved with this? And, uh, you know. Yeah, I I, so apparently I talked too much last time I was here. So <laughs> no one said uh, that, Masel. No, he's no, no. You, you're right. You're right. You guys, the I apologize. The, My wife the said boss. that. <laughs> <laughs> the boss told me that last yeah. night. <laughs> Mama Chula. Mama Chula. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, um, when Lena was born, we'll backtrack just a little bit and we'll keep it short and sweet. Um, Lena's your oldest daughter. Lena is my oldest. Uh, she is seven years old. When. Lena was, was born, she was diagnosed with gastroschisis. So it's when the intestines are outside the abdominal wall. And um, we, you know, we, we knew that she was going to be born with, with a little defect, but the doctors always said, you know, if there's anything you want, this is a defect you want. Because the intestines are outside, we're just going to do a simple surgery procedure, we'll put it all back in. Worst case scenario, she's just not going to have a belly button. I can live with that. Technology nowadays, you can put one if you want, <laughs> practically anywhere. Um so it wasn't the case. So, you know, uh, four months and four days in the hospital, six major surgeries. We finally put everything in. We were able to go home, be a family, become, you know, become one and, and start our start our future. And ultimately, um, you know, at our six-month checkup, we went to the doctors and they said, did you guys realize or know that your daughter had a stroke during one of those surgeries? So that stroke caused several palsy. Um, ulcers and motor skills and so basically said she'd probably never walk talk or see and you know as as new parents we we weren't going to accept that and I wasn't going to accept that so I asked the doctor well what do we do 
And he said something that to this day I probably won't ever forget. And he said, you should have another child. And I was like, we just came through hell and back. Why, why would we want another kid? Um, but it made sense. He said, monkey see, monkey do. I've got three other siblings, and we are close. I tell people if there's four chairs on there, we sit on one. Like That's how close we are. And we had Truby. Truby is now five years old. And um, we started doing research. We're like, okay, what are we going to do? And, you know, doctors said, why don't you save her umbilical cord blood for stem cells? We're just like, stem cells? Really? Okay. Um, for cloning? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're way beyond that. Like, <laughs> there's no such thing. So, like, you might help her. It's the, it's, the, it's the medicine of the future. So we started doing research. And, you know, um, we, we were able to raise some money. And we saved this, the, the umbilical cord blood for stem cells. And... One night I'm I'm YouTubing trying to find out you know anything there, there was there was universities doing studies on 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 stem cells and research and this and that and I ran into a YouTube video that said um, stem cells used from um, a sister's umbilical cord blood so I clicked on it and I'm watching this video and it's it, it was a 15 minute TED talk and it was a Reno TED talk so I'm watching this Reno TED talk and. And I'm seeing this this mom talking about how they injected stem cells into into their daughter using baby sisters and umbilical cord blood. Exact same scenario that I'm going through. I've got two little girls. She has two little girls, and 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 they've got this stem cell. And at the very end of of her story, here comes out this little girl walking in canes. And I was like, That's I got. It. I have That's to email it. this person. Yeah. So. I email this person within 48 hours, I get an email response back and we get on the phone, we start talking and, you know, it was just like, uh, we live in Reno, Nevada, you know, you know, we'd love to meet you. Well, you know, she said, why don't you guys come over for breakfast? Like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, we live in Verdi. (laughs) So this is how we met Maria Barber. Wow. And, you know, we met Maria and one of the things I tell everybody and I'm always grateful is. They, the barbers said, here is what we did. They never said, here is what you have to do. So they gave us five years worth of research in five minutes. So it would have taken us five years to get to where we're at. You know, we'd be just now starting these stem cells for Lena if it wasn't for them. You know, they gave us all the research and we're at their house talking and, you know, like, well, it's kind of expensive, blah, blah, blah. And Maria goes, well, we do this dodgeball tournament every year and, you know, we could do it again this year, maybe help you guys out. You know, Lila's already had a, a stem cell treatment, and, you know, we're going to go ahead and, you know, we, we'd like to help you guys. I'm like, yeah, that, w- that would be great. Like, we were all excited on board, and, and we got on board, and that year I think we had 13 teams our first year, and I think we I raised think so. we yeah. raised about five $5,000, $6,000. I think we gave you, did we donate 6000 back to you? Was that for the stem cell treatment? So we m- can't remember. Yeah, but so anyway, we yeah we probably raised six to eight thousand yes. that year. Yeah, so that one that eight. that one year, and I mean yep. it was just it was it, it was so hype. So it was question. It was just, question. Answer. Answer. Why did you guys have to do the research? Why wasn't your doctor telling you <laughs> to do that? Like this is what you can do. Why was why weren't the medical professionals who helped like obviously were involved with this being like hey these use the stem cell why did you guys have to do this research on your own because it's illegal in the united states or was at the time so we specifically worked with doctors who were based out of san diego but were hispanic 
So they worked at UCSD and ran the facilities there and were part of the medical system in the United States, but were from Mexico. So they also had a stem cell clinic in Mexico. So they understood the safety restrictions, the implications, and everything about what us as Americans would be concerned about. And we went over the border into Mexico to do the treatment. So United States doctors it, at were that not point, allowed to do this mm-mm. because mm-hmm. yeah. people thought stem cells were taken from. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Welcome, George Bush. Uh, stem cells are all taken from fetuses and they're going to harm everybody, so, which is not true. Another case of science being ignored and people just using fear tactics. To, so yes, if you guys hadn't done this research on your own, we would have never done it. So we spent a year, the entire year of 2010, we didn't talk to anybody about it. Because in a situation like this where you're trying to do what's right for your daughter and you're trying to do what's right for your family, we just didn't need everybody else's opinion. Right. So we did our research first and then said, hey, guess what we're doing? We're going to do a stem cell treatment. And then the questions came and we were able to answer them in an educated manner and you know, kind of stopped people dead in their tracks with what they had thought stem cells were. So Lila has her first stem cell treatment. She was five. And 10 days after her treatment, we're back at home in Verdi. We stayed in San Diego for about five days following just to make sure everything was going to be okay. Came home 10 days later. She's screaming in the bathroom, mommy, mommy. Now, normally she had no balance whatsoever prior to this. So normally that would mean she had fallen off the toilet (laughs) or hit her head in the bathtub. So I go running and she goes, look at me. I'm standing in the middle of the bathroom myself. And it was like how how long after this? ten days, it wow. was so life awesome. changer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, I mean, back then you heard about athletes ducking the laws by going over to Europe and Germany and getting them their stem cell research, and and they had the money and the means and everything else, and yet we've got people in our community fighting for the same health care benefits, and they have to do things and go to those extremes. It's it's a hell of a fight you guys put up. That yeah, and we did look into Germany and Europe and India. I mean, Japan. you name it. Yes, mm-hmm. they're they're doing stem cells everywhere. You just, we just needed to really talk to every single doctor and decide who we trusted. Mm-hmm. So that's some of the information we were able to share with our community now, but initially with Ashley and Marcel. But Wonderful. It's, it's sad that you had to go through all that instead of just, just like any other yeah. problem, letting your doctor solve it. Yes. So, yes. how, you know, and the you think about that, like, what if though. people don't have the means to do this or d- if they didn't stumble across your YouTube video, <laughs> <Just> random. <laughs> like randomly, yeah. that, you know, these are affecting people's quality of life, these children for their, to their entire lives, something that could be solved or made better. Right. Just and because that's, of like a political stunt, basically. Exactly. That's what we, this dodgeball tournament, that is the platform, right? We can help you. You can do this. It's we like to give families hope that they don't have to stop because of a financial, um, you know, lack of finances or. And maybe... we support them in whatever alternative therapies and treatments they're yes. looking for, because that means something different to each family. So for us, uh, it was for stem cells also. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year we helped support somebody who needed a seizure detection dog for their their daughter um, and that's like over $20,000. So we obviously mm-hmm. couldn't sponsor the whole dog, but we got him on a, on the right path to saving. Um, uh, and that's not covered else. by insurance. No. Mm. And they get their dog in May. 
So they, nice. uh, wow. their jumping point was the dodgeball tournament. Yeah. And then they thought, we can do this. And it fundraiser after fund. And now they have $24,000 and they get their dog in May. Dude, that's awesome. So you yep. guys are really just circumventing a broken system to help mm-hmm. these parents. I mean, I'm not a parent and I can understand the desperation you guys must feel. So anyone who's a parent must you know, have empathy for the situation. You you, you do anything for your child. And basically, that's what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, we also saw almost immediate results when we took Lena down to Mexico for our stem cells. Um, before stem cells, I could literally stand over Lena's crib and she would have no idea I was there. I would, if I wasn't moving or making a sound, she would not be able to see me. She, she didn't know why I was in the room. I'd say within days, maybe even almost instantly after stem cells, I mean, there's just no sneaking up on her. I mean, she can see, it doesn't matter what the light is like. She doesn't, doesn't matter what her mood is. She can see anything anywhere. I mean, it, it's just incredible. It worked. You know, Michelle thought it that works. it works. It works. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle thought that maybe we would go down there and, you know, Lena would just be cured and she'd be running marathons and, you know, mm-hmm. that may still happen. We, the, the word, the, the magic word is yet, you know, we're working on all these things. We didn't know what stem cells would do to Lena because they affected Lila differently than they affected Lena. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the problem um, in the United States, why it's not covered by the or approved by the FDA is because there's really no way to predict exactly how it's going to affect each different person's body. Um, As well as they the united states will not take research from other countries Mm. so i read 300 clinical trials on umbilical cord stem cells which are adult stem cells and every single one of them there's there was never an issue never a complication if you read about fetal or embryonic stem cells tumors grow you know i mean it's it's you know one problem after another so the united states needs to formulate their own data and so like the band prevented them from even doing research on it mm-hmm. correct so mm-hmm. like you couldn't and you can't rely on even though these other countries obviously have doctors that are trustworthy like people are getting these treatments they can't so we couldn't even do research to even get it approved right. until but now is that is that something that's changed um it's changed in way of joint care so a lot of people who have knee problems they'll go get stem cells now. I, I know they do it in Colorado. They do it here in Reno. So there are a few doctors I know, and I'm sure there are I think it's approved for, you know, about a dozen different things. Last time I checked, yeah. I mean, it probably is different now, but diabetes, some yeah, cancers. Bloodborne, yep, any bloodborne illness, which is a cancer or mm-hmm. leukemia, or it, they can use stem cells um, for any kind of bloodborne illness. So yeah, it's coming. But it's you guys just, are really pioneers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. are pioneers in this research mm-hmm. field because you guys <laughs> literally did the research on your own mm-hmm. that no one else could do as private citizens because you were just trying to help your daughter. Right. But for right. us, unfortunately, it's all anecdotal. You know, it's just mm-hmm. what we're saying. There was nobody following us before and after. And that was one of the questions that I asked the clinic. Do you guys want to do some, some blood work before? Do you want to follow us? And that's not anything they were interested in doing. So that was a little bit disappointing mm-hmm. for me. Um, because we're, we, we don't have any hard facts one day. We won't be able to tell anybody besides just stories from a mother and father. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully people start yeah. researching this. So mm-hmm. maybe one day in the future, people won't have to go through the same things you guys did. really depends on who's in leadership though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Very true. 
<laughs> so you guys kind of t- touched upon the challenges your children face. Mm-hmm. How many or like how many ch- other children are uh, you guys helping with the Dodge for a Cause this year? Uh, this year, um, so last year we opened up a nomination process. So once we helped Ashley and Marcel, then the next year we said, who can we help the next year? And we kind of just tapped into our network that we knew, our CP network in Reno. And I think we did that for two years. So we would just pick one other family other than our, our children. And then last year we opened up a nomination process. So that's how we were able to help, help so many other families. And they all needed something different um, from medical marijuana for seizures to um, this one family really wanted a bike trailer for their son who's blind and nonverbal and has three siblings. So the whole family couldn't even go on a bike ride together ever. So it was like therapy for their family. Mm-hmm. Um, so we helped with that. So our the dollar amounts that people were asking for last year were a little bit less. This year, the dollar amounts are higher. And so there will be five or six families total at this point. Right. If we raise more, we, we, we always select a dollar amount and say, we know we're gonna be able to give away this much. If more comes in, we can certainly put the word out there and help others, um, but we we've kind of committed to a specific dollar amount. Nice. And just for logistical purposes, you have to, you know, mm-hmm. you just for planning and everything else. So that's that's good though that you guys also have a contingency for above and beyond because we should push this as a community. And yeah, you guys are doing great work. So thank you. Did you guys when you started this, Maria? Did you ever imagine that it would grow to be? this big huge thing i mean how long has this been going eight years you said uh, yeah yeah did you ever years. imagine that it would be i mean how many teams and people are involved this year so last year we had 43 teams um six to eight people per team six to eight people per team 60 volunteers you know food trucks uh you dj silent auction silent auction raffle, houses kids a whole kids area that's Face netted painting. in so you can sign your kids in and out so the parents can play Facebook it was it's crazy so there are probably 600 people come in and out all day long um no I had I had no idea how many this people was, were involved the first year oh geez I don't know <laughs> 150 mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know with families and friends that might have come to yeah not very many um and it was just something fun my husband wanted to do I don't even know how we did it the second year. I don't, it, just, it just escalated year after year, and now it's just part of our lives. I mean, you guys have a website. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you. Yeah. there's probably all sorts of other official things you've yeah, had to do gotta, go through. Gosh. as you've, Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Matt and- really tapped into um, something that is like a visceral reaction for most Americans. Like everybody has a memory of dodgeball mm-hmm. from childhood, yeah. you know, whether it's negative or positive. <laughs> either, you know, you dread the balls or, you you know, it, it right. gets you yeah. all geared up. So <laughs> uh. I think that has been really helpful in our mm-hmm. success. And you know what's fun about this event? So we're part of lots of special needs events, you know. So this isn't a special needs event. It's the whole community coming together for these special needs children. So it's kind of fun to see people who don't even have any, uh, you know, association whatsoever locally to any special needs child throwing balls at each other and having the time of their lives. (laughs) But really, the end result goal is that they're helping these kids. Which sometimes people need to be reminded of Mm -hmm. as they're out there competing. (laughs) Right. Coming from a a referee's perspective. Yes. (laughs) I remember that we had had cards that had the girls' faces. So when people got a little intense and maybe forgot the purpose (laughs) of the tournament and 
weren't realize they weren't playing for the world championship of dodgeball <laughs> on the so ocho you just show them the face Ace. of lena or one of the other like children like hey this is why we're here this is charity Remember? like maybe you should just go sit down and relax and yeah. like admit that the ball right. grazed you on your leg <laughs> right instead of yelling and arguing and getting in people's faces it happens every year such so you guys have two two brackets now, yeah. right? For the people who maybe aren't that intense and just yeah. want to yeah, so <laughs> support a charity. It was getting super intense that we yeah. decided, okay, we now it's getting big enough that we can actually break it off. So we have a competitive and a recreational. And one of the questions we always get is, well, which one's the one for fun? We thought it made sense, competitive, <laughs> recreational, yeah. but I get, I guess not. But yeah, this year, <laughs> this year right now it's about a fifty fifty. Yeah. So we do have people. So we we get. Uh, Luganitas Lagunitas Lagunitas um, Lagunitas for the gringos Yeah hey. I, <laughs> they, they donate They donate They donate beer to us So we always give it out for free And so A lot of the, We've realizing now That the trend Are is Are we allowed to say that? I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> It happens every year though In the recreational Pretend you didn't hear that In the recreational that. bracket Price though, effective nice. beer yeah. <laughs> yeah, There Price we go effective. Thank you right. <laughs> So the recreational, we get all the people who just you want to go there to. Yeah, we do accept donations. We do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so people, people just the recreational bracket is fun because they th- there's there's one team I know at least one team every year that you just goes and after their first game they're just done because they're just enjoying the alcohol, they're enjoying the free bo- the the food they're getting out lost there and, in the yeah, sauce. lost on the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. So it's fun, but yeah, this year we got two brackets. We've yeah. got. Um, right now, we have about 28 teams registered and paid. Uh, we have about 18 more days. Um, so if you guys are listening, you guys want to make it. Yeah, team, what's the date for the tournament this March year? March 2nd this year, dodgeforcause.org. Once again, <laughs> it's dodgeforcause.org. Good plug. Um, March 2nd, it starts at 8 a.m. for the recreational and then 10 o'clock for the competitive teams. We have a special uh, halftime show this year as well. What? Uh, yeah, we didn't do that last year, so we're just always adding a little new things. We we always listen to the community. You guys get Adam Levine to take a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're actually, uh. we asked him to keep it on. <laughs> we, unless he puts Nevada on his chest. Dodgeforcause.org. That'd be way better. Yeah. A few years ago, we had a special guest where we weren't we weren't allowed to promote him. But Dodd, uh, what's Josh, Blue. Josh Blue surprised us and he, he introduced, he, he did the opening ceremonies for us. Do you, do, do you guys know Josh Blue? I do not. No. He, he won the, the last, comic, last comic standing on Ooh. NBC. Oh, wow. um, yeah. yeah, you guys should listen CP. to him. He's actually, he's actually pretty funny. Yeah, he's um, got cerebral palsy and he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Mm. Nice. Is he from Reno? No, um, no, no he he's was, from Colorado. He was performing here. He had shows here. So Marcel called him up and said, hey. You want to take your shot, Michelle. Take your shot. Uh, you guys, it was it, it, he. He is funny. He, we we got in the car and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna take him in my little. Uh, I'm, I was thinking of like type of cars that I should rent to pick him up. So I'm like, <laughs> you, you know, but I, I I listened yeah. to him a lot, so I'm just like, oh, if I could just borrow my cousin's Impala and just show up in some hydraulics, you know, it'll be it'll be fun. But no, I just picked him up my, in a little SUV and he he got in. Mom he got in the car and I said. I said, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate you. But I really wasn't sure if I was picking up a bum or or Josh Blue. And he said, you're a funny guy, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) He's just awesome. He's an awesome. If you guys get a chance, just listen to some of his skits. He's hilarious. He's funny. Yeah. So this year, halftime, since it is an event about these exceptional special needs kids, 
Uh, we have a friend named Ryan, and he's on the autism spectrum. And so, you know, children with autism or Asperger's, they kind of fixate on one and they're really good at one particular thing. His is guitar. He can play anything under the sun. He's played with big bands and it's it's crazy. So his name is uh, Ryan Woodard. You How can old find is he? him. He is 12. Nice. Awesome. Well, it's amazing. Dang. Yeah. G- guitar savant. Oh, man, for player. sure. Nice. For sure. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be fun. Do you guys still need volunteers or anything? Yes, please. Anytime. Dodgeforcause.org. <laughs> Sweet. So we check set that up, out. <laughs> break down during the event. If you want to help and your listeners, you want to get involved helping your community, go to uh, dodgeforcause.org. And we can say this, uh, volunteers get free lunch. We can say that. <laughs> yep. Is your mom cooking? My mom is cooking. She's oh, got, nice. she's yes. got um, the taquerias mm-hmm. going and tacos and pupusas this year. Um, yeah, she's got... Oh, for the white people who don't know, can you explain what pupusas are? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last year, so many people, when we were like, like yeah, pupusas. People were like, what are pupusas? <laughs> can you tell the people out there that don't know what pupusas are? I'm assuming our listeners are more savvy, but oh, yeah. just yeah. in case. It, it, they're coming out now. I mean, it's it's all over the place, I guess, nowadays. Uh, pupusas, <laughs> uh, the only way I can describe it is a tortilla with meat and cheese inside, and it's delicious. Mm. Like an El Salvador it's a El Central American grilled food, cheese. Right? sandwich yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like that if in like in mexico they come gorditas and stuff yeah, oh, yeah. So when, in mexico the so the pupusas come from el salvador yeah. gorditas have um don't beans they come in from it. taco bell and, <laughs> 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 and that's mexican Green. food yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's pretty much like a sandwich and they seal it up all the way around and there's just uh, meat and cheese inside delicious mm-hmm. delicious homemade so my mom makes them it, she starts making a pre-making them that morning so she gets up at 4 a.m Last year, she said she made about 350 pupusas, um, and they were sold out by, by I think, 1 o'clock. Yeah. I, I, helped, yeah. I, helped, I helped out that. Jalapenos is also sponsoring, um, what, tacos and rice and beans? Yeah, so Jalapenos every year donates the meat, and so all we have to do is prep it. Um, but this year, they're, they're sponsoring a whole plate. So um, three types of meats, uh, carne asada, al pastor, and pollo and uh, arroz and frijoles and they also make it that morning of so everything's fresh delicious mm. and sticks and strips food sticks truck will be strips, there food truck oh, i yeah. tried that last time so yeah you guys mm. want to give a shout out and like explain like who all your sponsors are and who else is involved helping you guys put this on oh that's all you guys right there oh <laughs> um so oh where do i start with that why don't you go ahead drew blank <laughs> i'm even seeing there's babysitters oh yes Yes, full-on babysitting. You can check your yeah, yeah. kids in and go and do what That's you right. do. That's right. And we have and a legit sign-out. Like, kids don't leave that area unless the right person is picking them up. Yeah, the whole the uh, venue is actually at a volleyball volleyball facility. Silver State Volleyball. Yeah, off mm-hmm. Air Center Circle, off Longley. Um, so the whole thing is kind of separated by nets. So there's not balls flying around where they're not supposed to be. So there will be a kid zone, and they will be encompassed by a net. So the kids won't be running around everywhere. There will be mm-hmm. about 12 babysitters. You check them in. There'll be bounce houses and balloon art. Lots of fun stuff for the kiddos to do. And yep. they can't go anywhere unless you check them out. That's right. Okay, back to sponsors. <laughs> we have Boss Signs. Boss Signs. Boss Signs is our uh, first year they're sponsoring us. They they sponsored a bunch of banners. Uh, they got a bunch of banners together and some flowers for us. Um, DG Print is always our returning mm-hmm. uh, sponsor every year. They, they, um, they get us a bunch of flyers so we can go out and 
um, share it and, and throw them out to the community. Um, Renown Health Renown is Health. a sponsor this year. Nice. Uh, Western Nevada Supply always sponsors us with a tent and um, a team. Yeah, radiant a lot of the child therapy. Radiant child therapy. Yeah, the thing is, yeah. it it just takes a village. So if we were to go through all our sponsors, we'd be here for the rest of the hour. You mm-hmm. know, we have a, a lot of support from everybody. You know, including Caesar. You you helped us. Mm-hmm. You sponsored us last year. You donated. Yeah, some donated of your some stuff. Photography yeah. artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, and things like that. I mean, we have a huge raffle table, a huge silent auction table. So even if people aren't playing dodgeball, they can go. There's a silent auction. Lunch, There's activities beer, for them to do. Yeah. They can eat, drink, watch some of the people. You don't have to dodge. The balls yeah, you don't have to. Th- yeah. You can go just watch grown men fight over right. Play yeah. dodgeball, wearing tutus, yeah. and get <laughs> a little. There's too a costume aggressive. contest. If you like the movie, it's way better live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm. Be sure to wear costumes. It's part of the fun. Mm-hmm. So you can just come out, show up, have a good time without mm-hmm. having to do anything physical. For those of you who maybe. Are into sport ball, yeah. sports. Correct. You could just eat. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome. And there's music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have uh, DJ Chaos. He, he he's our um, our DJ every year, and he he always volunteers his time, and he's always putting it on the books. I mean, I I worked with DJ Chaos uh, for 15 years. He's, he's he's honestly, I think he's one of the best DJs. He came from the Bay Area, so shout out to DJ Chaos. Um, he's he's got his own website this year, so check him out. Um, He's he's doing a lot a lot in the community a lot in the area he is licensed and bonded so, uh, <laughs> DJ Chaos shout out for you buddy awesome yeah. well so as you look into the future what is next are you guys looking to expand or maybe add other events throughout the year or are you just gonna play it by ear and see what happens we usually just play it by ear it changes every year it grows every year um, so yeah we're we're open for anything. Um, Every year we kind of get a lot of feedback from people who say we love dodgeball. Let's do a tournament in the fall or the, you know, the a, a different season that's just dodgeball. You don't have to do any of this extra silent auction or raffle prizes. It's just a dodgeball tournament. So we kind of consider that every year, but it, it hasn't really come to fruition It's a lot of yet. work, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, this is like right. having another job, mm-hmm. organizing yes. all this Literally. with all these yeah. people, <laughs> yes. different moving mm-hmm. parts involved. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll see. Yeah, uh, possible. I, I really want like a like a Got Talent show. Um, I, th- I think that'd be fun. It'd be it'd be simple and easy. But every year I get shut down because it's you know um, a lot of the casinos they they you know you have to pay for something or you know and we're we're not trying to spend money. We're trying to make money. So it, it gets a little yeah. It's for the kiddos. So I think uh, like a Got Talent. So you show. need a venue. We're we're looking for venues. I'm I'm always out looking. So if you guys are interested um, or know anybody out there who's listening but i might be able to hook you up poss- with possibly yeah yeah i mean even if lila would sing a song i'm sure of it <laughs> yeah and we got we got last night we were uh with truby she's she's an awesome baby sister um but she i took her out well, i'm happy to night. have some connections with a local music and art yes, venue yeah, yeah. So like perfect perfect that'd be hook great you up with. shout out <laughs> to holland might be on the board that is that um, is uh focused on helping uh the community kids mm-hmm. kids themed youth themed Events, so maybe we can help you out with that. Live networking. Holler at me, Michelle. Holler at your cousin. Yes. (laughs) Cousin Sean. Michelle and I have known each other since high school. His brother, Keto's my uh, my age. And uh, one time when uh, (laughs) we went down to Vegas to visit my brother, the three of us, and uh, like we got down there and like someone 
in the dorms or something asked if we were all related. (laughs) (laughs) So I see the resemblance. Yeah. Tito and Michelle are not black. (laughs) I'm not you guys are Guatemalan, right? Yes, sir. I'm not Guatemalan. (laughs) (laughs) So we were just like, Yeah, we're all cousins and kind of just ever since then stuck. Cousin Sean at family events <laughs> show up, eat some delicious food. Yeah, your yeah. younger siblings like <laughs> your little sisters called me cousin Sean since she was like <laughs> third grade. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. My mom's always like, "Oh, cuando va a venir mi hijo?" We're like, "Which which one?" We have a lot of kids, mom. <laughs> Our so kids we, will probably grow up calling you cousin Sean. Maybe. <laughs> if they're lucky. <laughs> so how's little Truby? I heard uh, she was she had a little she had a little gig last night. She had a little gig. We were at Marvin Moss Elementary School doing their Valentine's uh dance and um you know on the way there I, I'd asked her a week ago and I said, Do you do you want to DJ with Daddy? She's like, Yeah, 'cause I've been practicing at home and, and so she's like, Yeah, I, um, yeah, I would. I I want to and so we were practicing a little bit, and on the way there, I said, you know, Ashley's Ashley family's from England, so I'm like, so Truby, what, what's your DJ name? Like, we got to think of a DJ name, you know? They call Daddy DJ Mice. She's like, you have another name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 that's just a stage name. It's just it's just what you do. She's, she's like, oh. Who are you? <laughs> right? I don't know. I've been lied my whole life. Who is this man? <laughs> Where's my daddy? Yeah. <laughs> Take me back home. Yeah, it was funny. So she she's like, Well, I like Truby, so can I be DJ Truby? I was like, Yeah, you can be DJ Truby, but I want you to say England. It's like, you want me to say it England? What do you mean? You know, like they would say it in England because I'm England. I'm like, Oh, you want me to say it in a British accent? It's like, Yeah. So do you want me to say DJ Trubay? <laughs> she's like, Yes, Trubay. Yeah. yeah, so it's DJ Trubay. So we got there and I I, the kids were already dancing, so I said, "All right, guys, I'm going to introduce you guys to small, the youngest little girl here. She's she's my DJ tonight. She's going to help me out for a little bit, and it's DJ Trubay." <laughs> and all the kids were just screaming. I mean, they were just yelling. I mean, that's how it starts. Right. That's, yeah. yeah, she's going to be sitting somewhere yeah. 25 years right. from now telling that story. Yeah, <laughs> taste. She did. Salutes yeah. to Ethic. Like yeah. he told us, his first DJ. I mean, he's a DJ now. Mm-hmm. He's like in his 40s. His first DJ, he was like seven. He DJed his mom's wedding. Awesome. Yeah. Elzo last week was talking oh. about his first time yeah, DJing. Was, yeah. He was like 11 or something yeah. DJing. Oh, sneaking in places. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was excited. She did uh, She did a a, a 30-minute skit, and her favorite song is uh, Mi Gente. So she was... Ooh. Yeah. So Beyonce she, remix? The remix, the Stevie Oki remix. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so she she had, her, she had her hand out and just yeah. waving it back side Controlling to side. Controlling the crowd. Controlling yeah. the crowd. She, Might have to have her on as a guest on the radio <laughs> show. Exactly. <laughs> get her doing yeah. a little, her little mix spot. Like, we got to get her before Tru- she blows up. True Bay. Yeah. You want to tell the people yeah. why you picked these songs? <laughs> yeah, she, she actually got on the... She started scratching, so I mean, I just let her loose. I said, you do what you want to do, and... She has a, she has that beat in her, so she she really enjoyed mixing. And I always like it. No offense, Michelle, when k- people's kids turn out cooler than them. So oh, hey, hey, I am all for it. Right now, I'm just excited that I'm the, I'm that cool dad. So I, I tell people I'm cool because my now. kids say I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, you're cool. Yeah, yeah. Just get it in writing. Put it in the right. high school yearbook later on. You said I was cool. Daddy's still cool. <laughs> 
Salute's a little truby. Yeah. That is that excites me. I'm glad like she's getting involved doing something like that. Yeah. At such a young age. It just reminds me because Ethics Kid, like Yeah, he what, what, he the older videos. one. The older one's like whatever, but the His younger daughter, one, yeah. The younger one is like gets the rhythm and everything. Nice. It's awesome. You guys maybe a collab up. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because yeah. she's like what, six, I think? Yeah, he I think it's him. He or he? Yeah. Uh-oh. And then like we'll write it down. But yeah. <laughs> and then we could just take over all the elementary Susan school. Susan and I manage them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do all the elementary schools, do a tour. It'll be good. Elementary school tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so if anybody from the elementary schools are listening, we uh, <laughs> What's the rate? What's the going rate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we do um I always do Launched your career <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. We always I always do my DJ gigs for free for for the school district because they, they don't, don't have, have fun. They got money. They don't that. have money for that. Um, so this year, what we started was um, uh, we'll ask for a donation. All donations goes to Dodge for a Cause, um, so we can keep that money flowing throughout the year. Um, because you never know, we may get a, a kid or a family reaching out to us in, in September. Um, you know, way before the Dodge one, they need that money now. So you know, um, Marvin Moss was able to donate um, a nice amount. So it's a good chunk to put away for 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 the future. So nice. Yeah. And then they could come to Boogie Down Book Club, all ages. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're starting a little, uh, we're going to be doing like little workshops for hip hop, for DJs, awesome. writers, producers mm-hmm. in a few months. And it's going to be at Holland Project, all ages. So That's awesome. you could bring Truby through and she could learn. Yeah, how to, uh, absolutely. She oh, Nora will join her. That'd be yeah. fun. Because yeah. I think Elzo might do like scratching 101 on the first one. So they'll be able mm-hmm. to get up and work with actual turntables yeah. and have someone there that's a professional teaching them like. Oh, that's little great. tricks and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. You're, you're welcome to come. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. Well, you guys have known, you and Michelle have known me and Caesar a long time. So before we take a break, did you guys have uh, anything new you wanted to share with us since the last time you guys were here? Any, or uh, any questions you have for us? We don't I get to see you very like often. I would just to say that I think that um, a carb wrapping a protein is a sandwich. <laughs> You're a really good sport. You are a really good sport. You made me feel really good right now. Thank you. It's my first time meeting Jake. You know, I just have to. So you're on the hot dog as a sandwich train. I am. I I agree with you that I don't like hot dogs. Michelle would eat a hot dog every day of his life. Hot dogs are awesome. Ew. Lips and assholes. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Look what Chino's in the room. Question. Why don't they sell hot dogs at sandwich shops then? They don't sell every kind of sandwich at sandwich shops. That's I mean, great. That's true. That would be that'd be impossible. Great though. counterpoint. It's, it's one specific <laughs> type of down. sandwich. No, that's a terrible <laughs> argument. No, that was that was the argument right there. Was it? That was the argument. They don't sell all sandwiches at the sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. Name Jake. one sandwich shop that sells hot dogs. Bowdog sandwich shop. Does Porta Sub sell tortas? They do, do the false analogy. Yeah. Well, false analogy. A pupusa uh, is a sandwich, kind of. Kind of. See, this is a Carb, carbs, protein. These are the issues we need to face as a nation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, Ashley's on the sa- the hot dog sandwich train. Okay, Jake, I'd like to say that if an HR has to make uh, an exception for you, you're not exceptional. See, Ooh. thank you. I you're pre- welcome. I appreciate that. Opinion. You got it. <laughs> Michelle, do you have a question or comments? <laughs> I do HR for a living. <laughs> so, so uh, 
Uh, now I'm really curious. <laughs> exception, good or bad? It depends. Ah. It depends. Why, uh, easy answer. You weren't specific enough in your situation for us to judge it. No, that's the beauty of it is I want people to use their own situation and make it personal. I don't want to use my direct situation. I just want people to think about kind of rules. Good. And there's two different types of exceptions. There's a good exception and a bad exception. So which are you? Everyone's going to say good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you speak for everyone. <laughs> so it's just, I'm a good exception. Yeah. Well, that's why you get to choose that side of the opinion. Then you're you're on the good exception side. In my head, when I hear exception, I'm like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the only thing I have for you guys is uh, since last time we've actually been on the show, I've you know I, I went back and listened to the podcast um, a couple nights ago, and, and just to just just from us talking a year ago to today, Lena has completely just surprised us all. I mean, my goal would be for us for us to go back and do one more stem cell treatment for Lena just to see what happens because this little girl, I mean, I got home the other night and they were they were doing homework as I was doing homework with the girls and I got home and I saw a letter that they had out and I just grabbed the letter and I said, Lena, what's the, what letter is this? And without skipping a beat, she goes, A. I was like, and I, and I had to look at it. I was like, she did say A. She just saw this. She can see it. And now she knows what it is. So, I mean, you know, her, her brain is working. So, it's it, it's just awesome. I mean, she she can talk to you now. And, I mean, you can't get her to be quiet, which is, what, what, you know, one of the goals I had. I'm like, <laughs> she can talk. She can watch TV all she wants. She hates watching TV, thank goodness. Um, but she loves doing homework. She loves being with her sister. I mean, you, you can understand her. You, you know what she's saying. She She's... She's she's thriving. She's thriving, and you know, and it all started with Dodge for a Cause. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for them to help us to set that stone to, to getting a fundraiser going, you know, then we did we did our own fundraiser. And we've done a couple, and now you know we're just to the point where we just do that one with Dodge for a Cause, and you know, if we can set that foundation for another family, that's I'd, that's our goal. I'd also like to say that Masil does fundraisers for other people with special needs kids on his own time, just out of the kindness of his heart. Big ups. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you. Big heart. Well, we got to donate. Got, and donate in your you got to pay it forward. You got to pay it forward. I had a man bun last year, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I cut it off. I, I cut it out. There was a there was a guy that I work with, and uh, he saw my shirt with Lena, and and I told him Lena's story and whatnot, and then he says, you know, I've never actually told anybody this, but my child has a disability, and we started talking. I'm like, wow, it makes sense. Like he, he was just so depressed and down and. And I said, you know what? I'm. Uh, what do you need? He's like, well, I don't know what we need. We don't need anything. And I said, well, what makes her happy? And he's like, oh, she just loves to be with the family, loves to be outdoors. I said, well, you know what? I, I need to cut my hair. I'm going to donate my hair, but how about I make it a fundraiser and we, we send your family to Disneyland. And his face just lit up. He's just like, yeah, that would be great. What can I do? And I said, nothing. You just sit back, relax. And, you know, we, we cut my hair, had a few friends over at... Uh, Vanilla's Roadhouse, and uh, she she let us use her little spot, and uh, we raised enough money for to buy them four tickets to go to Disneyland. So they're planning a trip this year. That's to, really good. to go down there. Yeah, you're yeah, turning so. you're turning something as simple as getting your haircut into an opportunity to help other people. Man, salute to you. That's mm-hmm. that's big. Yep. It's just here, and we, you know, we you, you got to lead by example. So you know, here we are. You know, if it, we, the barbers were the ones who set that for us, and 
you know, we just got to pay it forward. I mean, this is what the community is about. This is why I love Reno, born and raised. I mean, proud to be a Nevadan. You know, everybody literally, if you go out and you ask somebody for help, especially these local shops, I mean, they will support you 100%. We have every so day. much local support. It's unreal. <clears throat> that is awesome. And, re- and you can tell, and I think they just came out with an article about the reputation of Reno and how it's changing and how uh, our Google search is, is much different than it was back in the day. So. <laughs> I didn't want to see that. So, yeah. uh-huh. I don't want to know what it used to be. But, but yeah, no, it's, it's coming up and it's people like you. It's people that support you. It's, it's just the we have a community. community. It's, it's yeah. great. We have a community now. Yes. So we're glad you guys t- for to joining us and share your story and uh, be a part of that small part of that community. So uh, thank, thank you, you guys yeah, for, for having us. us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. We're gonna Go take play a sh- dodgeball. Dodge a wrench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Michelle? Dodgeforcause.org. Boom. Alley oop. So we're gonna take a short break. Song of the week. Yours? During the break, we have a song of the week this week. Uh, salutes to Monica. She uh, shared this song Share this with us. With us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the name of the song is Church. It is by Sam Henshaw, who I highly recommend. New singer I just discovered featuring our, our boy Earth Gang. Earth our, Gang. <clears throat> our boys Earth Gang. So listen and enjoy. We'll be back with more mm-hmm. in a couple minutes. Hello. Hello, yeah. uh, mama said we in the church. You best believe this ain't no hotel. Rockin' your halo like a snapback as you hang with ghetto angels She told me they won't catch you when you fall You know this thing won't end well Girl, somebody shot the sheriff If it's you, I ain't gon' pay bill She says, good morning, wake up, wake Good morning, wake up, wake Good morning, wake up, wake Wake up, wake Wake up and get yourself to church, yeah Wake up and get yourself to church, yeah Wake up, wake up, wish I could hear you right now Somebody come and tell this lady cool down Wake up and get yourself to church, yeah said to be a members, keep your word until the final days See my church don't take no holidays He said I'll drop my anger in the storm Until your tears leave away Don't want these trees looking for beef Cause there's another with a cold play She says Good morning Wake up, wake Good morning Wake up, wake Good morning Wake up, wake Wake up, wake Wake up and get yourself to church,
Henshaw feature in Earth Gang. Sam Henshaw, new singer I never discovered. Uh, like I said, Monica put us on to it. A Nigerian-born uh, artist lives in, I think, Brooklyn. Probably, maybe? yeah. But a uh, great song. I, I When I play the song, I let it play on Spotify, and I played like him for like an hour, and I was like, this dude, music is great. It's all uplifting. He's got a good voice. Yeah, and so like, check him out. got the Earth Gang, so obviously, you know, Cosine. making the right, right moves. Exactly. So uh, that was our song of the week. Check it mm-hmm. out. Check them out. Give them a listen if you're uh, so inclined and you enjoyed that. If you didn't, you know, get better taste in music. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do help your algorithm. Open your ears. <laughs> so is this your movie of the week, Sean? Movie of the week. That Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. You Have you guys seen this? late to mm-hmm. the party. Yeah. Jake, I'm not a hype beast like you. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, Do you want to talk about it instead of pointing out how cool you are because you watched it before everyone else? <laughs> yes. Did you watch both of them or just one? Did you watch both or one? No, I just watched the Netflix one mm-hmm. so far. What about you, Jake? You watched both of them? I watched five minutes of the Hulu one, but definitely watched the Netflix one. The Netflix one was... Uh, what do you think? I'm glad that lady got paid out. I'm glad they f- kick-started her all the money to get her mm-hmm. all her money back for her kitchen. Can you explain, explain, explain the movie? About? Yeah, explain the and movie. And basically... Brian McFarland ripped off this wonderful Bohemian lady that was cooking for all of the Fry Festival people. He stiffed her up to upwards of what fifty thousand that she had to come out of her own savings. Yeah, and the internet rallied because there is some parts of the internet that are good, and it rallied up, and they've raised her over one hundred sixty thousand dollars to make up for the back pay for the party and the embarrassment. But did you guys hear about this? Yeah, no back. So last year there was this fight. There's company was making an app basically, and they wanted to throw this. The guy that ran the company. It's kind of shady. Wanted to throw this super exclusive music festival as like a celebration launch. The app, Jaw Rule was a business partner. I would say salute. What's the opposite of saluting Jaw Rule? Because I don't like him. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. single um, finger wave. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they ended up like they made they hired all these supermodels and made this video charging people like fifty thousand dollars a ticket. It was supposed to be this super exclusive music festival on this private island in the Bahamas. It sold out immediately. People paying some people paying two hundred thousand dollars for like a private villa and ticket, and they literally had no idea what they were doing, and they booked all these artists. And the documentary just follows how he ended up, they ended up having to cancel it. The people who showed up, it was nothing that they were promised. They ran out of money because they were spending money on frivolous things, partying when they should have been spending it on the, on the, and they defrauded a bunch of people. They were hired locals in the Bahamas to help build this festival, had them working 12 hour days for like three months. None of those people got paid. 
Uh, like they hired all mm. these consultants and everything, and wow. all these other people. No one got paid. The festival, the people showed up at the festival. They literally didn't have places for them to stay. They had to take private jets to uh, private planes to get to the island. Oh. They didn't have enough planes, and people were like literally just stuck on this island with nowhere to stay, nowhere to go. Uh, they like took some people to a bar and like got them liquored up because they had like a liquor sponsor, and like so then these people got drunk all day. Then it was time to go. They didn't have the then people show up at the venue. There's not enough beds or anything. The tents had been destroyed from a storm, so like the beds and everything were wet, and it was literally just a free for all. And took a while for everyone to get off. The documentary just follows the process. And this guy's in jail right now for the fraud he mm-hmm. did. But uh, what's it called again? Uh, the Fire Festival. I, what's the, do you know what the, what's the name Festival. of the documentary? Yeah, the Fire Document. Fi- yeah, Fire Festival. I'll look up the Netflix official title, but it is the <laughs> Fire Festival. F Y R E. Yeah. Wow. And then apparently Ja Rule is promoting another app, an app similar on, to the on OK Player right now. Yeah, but it was just they did like he said this woman at the the restaurant had to co- paid out of her own savings to pay her employees. But all these workers didn't get paid. All the like the night before it happened, like artists started pulling out, like Blinko on eighty two. Um, they had Major Laser on the documentary talking about how, yeah, it seemed legit. But then, like once we started hearing what what the people had been promised and what actually happened, and it just this guy was defrauding people, and he had all these loyal employees working for him trying to make this happen. When he would like fly back to New York to get like five million dollars from investors. And use that. And people were getting paid in cash at the company, and and then the company actually had a legit app that was good. But all these other people lost. The company went under. All these people got laid off and lost their jobs wow. because this guy, this one, and then he did all this, lost the company, like was indicted on charges, and then he started another company scamming people out of like selling like fake tickets to the Grammys and all these other exclusive events. After he'd already done that, so he's in jail now for six years or All something. All kinds of things, yeah. And just this mm-hmm. scam artist, and he just, like, people were, it, it was a on social media phenomenon because all these rich people obviously got screwed over so people were kind of gleefully <laughs> making fun of like these people who paid $75,000 to go to a music festival as someone who's been to a music wow. festival that's way too much outrageous yeah. but I don't that's rich people problems right yeah. that's, uh, I think that's the glory and the train wreck of this is people are watching p- privileged people with money get scammed and have to eat crow on something they didn't even know about and so now the rest of us who would have never had had an opportunity to go to this festival or this show. Event, now we're all laughing. We're all laughing because not only did we not miss out, but we didn't get scammed. So we get to watch. <laughs> yeah, they interviewed people like one guy had paid. He paid like only $5,000 for his ticket. He was saying how they like when they were running out of money, they encouraged people to, the, to pre-buy wristbands that would have money on them. So they were like calling them, harassing people to put money on these wristbands so that they could keep planning. The f- it was just the wow. biggest mm-hmm. scam ever. I highly recommend watching the documentary. It was a uh, we watched it after the Super Bowl. And watch the Netflix one because this is also the huge dynamic. Because you've got a Netflix documentary that totally exposes it, and then the guy that was exposed on the Netflix documentary produced or or, or helped contribute to the hulu documentary so you have two warring sides of this festival being exposed on two different streaming Mm. platforms and you have the opportunity to 
see the victim side through the Netflix, and then you have the opportunity to see the host's rebuttal. Oh, that guy? And I gave him... I thought fu- Fuck Jerry made the Hulu Fuck Jerry one. made the Netflix one. No, Brian Fuck Jerry McFarlane, made the Hulu. Brian McFarlane made the Hulu one, or he was a part of making the Hulu one, and he is interviewed on the Hulu one, and I literally gave him three minutes of him blowing hot air out of his stupid mouth before I turned it off because I was like, I'm not going to This guy has a highly punchable face, I have to not say. Gonna, I'm not going <laughs> to listen to this scam yeah. Like within, like As soon as the me. documentary started... And you see him, you're like, this guy looks <laughs> like a douchebag. Yeah. One thousand percent. Yeah. So uh check it out. It's on Netflix, so it's free. And you know, take a break from your uh true crime stories. <laughs> Everyone watching Ted Bundy. Yeah. Crazy ass. Like, all the watch... serial killers out yeah. there now. Documentary. People's obsession of... with serial killers is very disturbing yeah. to me. Yeah. I feel like your life. That that's just a sign of privilege. No, I just feel like that's a sign of privilege. Where like your life is so good that you just fetishize like the killer. shittiness of other people's lives. I feel like poor pe- like I feel like poor people and aren't watching Ted Bundy. <laughs> I agree. With yeah, you. yeah, yeah, it's true. It's definitely. Anyways, we're not gonna go down. That <laughs> no, 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 no. Rapid fire questions brat, are next. Brat, brat. Are you guys ready? Ready. Ready. You don't have to answer them rapidly. Actually, I think last week's <laughs> think was like 45 irony. minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a long we one. will ask you a series of questions. Give Some of them are specific to you. Some of them we ask all of our guests. And just uh, answer them to the best of your ability and knowledge. Ready? Ready. Ready. Do it. All right. You can just take turns. And then explain why you said what you did. First question. Jake, you want to fire up that one? As someone with children, what's your favorite thing about having children? Go ahead. Well, I, I can go. I can go. Um, so m- mine is. Uh, I I remember. I remember when my parents would come home, and you know they worked so much. So when they walked in that door, it was just seeing them, you know, seeing their face. And so it was just it. It, it lit me up watching them, and and vice versa. Like it was that one special moment. So for me, is is coming home and and seeing the girls, especially now that Linda can actually see me. You know, you, you can't sneak up on her. And so it's it's nice to see. Mine is to walk in that door and see Truby running towards me with with Lena. You know, she she wheelchairs Lena over and, and they just both get excited. So it's it's not just Truby running to me anymore and just hugging me and then me going to Lena. Now it's both of them running to me because baby sister is helping big sister. So, I mean, it, it, you, you get that thrively. I mean, you, you'd be so exhausted and tired, but you get that extra energy. Just, just walking in, just seeing that every day. That's why you do it. That's why we do it. That's good. You know, I remember as a child thinking that there's no way that I could love, that 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 somebody could love anybody more than I loved my mom or my dad. You know, and my mom always used to tell me, "The love that I have for you is different than the love that you have for me." Because as a child, you need your parents. Your parents are your world. That's all you know. You depend on them for everything. That love is more of a dependency. You know, as well as, you know, an admiration and everything. But as a parent, the perspective is so different. And Caesar, you're about to discover this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it. it's it's you. There's no part of of your whole body that that doesn't worship every part of that person's body. Like everything about my children is perfect. And I just I couldn't I, I don't I don't know. I just the, the love is the best part for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, Ashley, that was very well said. (laughs) 
for me, uh, Lila is 12. She is our daughter that has cerebral palsy. Nora is our other daughter who's nine. And we may just be getting out of this phase, but for the past maybe three years, she's thought that I knew everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you've been hanging on to that. (laughs) And I think I'm going to lose it here soon. But that's been really fun. And I say, well, why are you asking me? She's like, well, you know everything. Oh, right. Yep, you're right, I do. What's the question? You're still Google. That's right, Uh I'm still Google for now. So that's been fun. And it's fun to see them... um, both of our girls are really optimistic. So it's fun to see them turn a situation around that may seem horrible to a kid or, uh, you know, our younger daughter sometimes gets a little bit sad that she has a special needs sister because it's just not the same as everyone else. Mm -hmm. We can always turn that, spin that around every single time. And she's the one who does it now most of the time. So it's fun to see them be able to navigate Mm. maybe things in this world that they think are struggles that really don't have to be. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, once they get that certain age, then they know everything. Right. I think we're coming. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just yeah. Idiot. Does she have a phone You're just yet? an idiot that oh, like, no. somehow oh, okay. survived no. as long. Yeah, right. <laughs> once that phone comes, uh, right now, man. No, we're going to hold off yeah. as long as possible Teenagers on that. Teenagers just like, they're, you know, they're, the, they're the smartest people that ever walked the earth. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just the disdain in your eyes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, like... I work with them all day. I'm just a <laughs> big idiot that doesn't know anything ever. I'm just always wrong about everything. Just hating on them. Yeah, it's just it's just amazing. There, I never realized how lives. stupid I was until I started teaching <laughs> middle school. And someone that's been alive a third of the time I have knows, <laughs> knows way more. more than me. Sean, your job sounds like birth control. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't have kids. <laughs> Uh, I've seen it I've seen the factory (laughs) alright next question this one's a little simpler what is your favorite place to get pizza in Reno (laughs) I'm Hispanic (laughs) pizza plus that's right represent (laughs) chicken wings the wings wings. the wings which one which one Best out just because it's down the street from us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. But Audi just grew. The the one in Audi was 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 the place. Yeah. Yeah. They just expanded. <laughs> they just expanded. I had a negative experience we talked about there. <laughs> but uh, what's you know what what do you, you like wings or the I'm chicken fingers? Chicken tenders is what chicken I like. tenders. Yeah. Medium sauce. Medium sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ranch. Ranch. Extra. Oh, the, the extra ranch. <laughs> the ranch like, is so good. Ranch is I like cracking. to get a, I get the wing sauce on the side and then I dip. The wings in, or French fries in wing sauce, and then I dip that in the ranch. Ooh, and make You're that welcome, mixture. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. So my, yeah. Now, if you fold a pizza in half, is that a sandwich? Oh, whoa! <laughs> Here we go. Whoa, Jake! Oh yeah, <laughs> you have to fold it like a man, Mind though. <laughs> Internet debate. Calzone. We got to draw the line. Somewhere. All right, yeah. my favorite pizza place is Eclipse Pizza because I have mm. celiac, so I have to be gluten free, and they have a phenomenal. Oh, nice, mm. nice. Yep. Not the first person that said that. Yeah. people have said that before. Ashley, I haven't been there yet, but isn't oh, there? Oh, you should come join me one day. Well, thanks for the invite. You got it. Okay. Dates. Um, isn't there a a local place that uh, makes pizza? They are staffed by special needs people hope. it's called hope, hope yes yeah. i've not been there several yet people, but they're my favorite and they like it yeah <laughs> yeah several <laughs> people have said that it's on uh, lakeside mm-hmm. lakeside yeah and, uh, right afterwards? by the windy windy hill shopping yes. center right yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think opa's over there too around the same area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah lots of people i think 
Mark said that one. A lot of, uh, multiple guests have mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Smiling with hope pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vinny knew, knew the owner. He spoke very highly of yeah, he loves that the guy place. who runs it. If too. you go in there, you'll know the owner. The, the owner's a former special, oh, special awesome. ed teacher. Cool. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Favorite place to take the kids for a good time in Reno. Oh, Circus Circus, hands down. <laughs> you love Circus Circus. face. Like, nope. <laughs> Her face was like, The boss, boss doesn't improve. <laughs> that's, that's why I go, so, <laughs> when is daddy's that's, day? That's, dad, that's daddy trip. Mom. When is daddy trip? Well, I didn't, so I mean, born and raised here in Reno. I mean, I we grew up, my parents do, I mean, we grew up pretty poor, so. Our treat was go to Circus Circus, not to play the games, but to see the free shows. So I can afford a couple bucks for the kids to play the games. So that's what we do. I mean, it's just, I, it's my childhood. So. Before I ever moved here, whenever we'd come to visit Reno, we always stayed at the Circus Circus. And I thought it was like the coolest, like coolest place, right. the whole level. Yeah, like early ni- late eighties, yeah, yeah. early nineties, like Circus Circus, like the the little whatever the walkway, you know, where they have the arcade and everything. Yeah. And I could just were being so excited to go there. And then I moved here, and I realized it was kind of lame. <laughs> it was it was the original yeah. casino to cater to families, though. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. But yeah, we always stayed there, so. Ashley, what's your what's your spot? I don't know. I just kind of view circus. I mean, I have memories from childhood at Circus Circus too with my own father. You don't have so, to justify your disdain for it. It just, <laughs> just feels so germy <laughs> to me. Like I, I think in my old age, I'm becoming more of a germaphobe. Well, it is also a casino. Really yeah. gross to me. Yeah, the Truby library. walks in the door. I'm like, go wash your hands. Take <laughs> off your shoes and wash your hands. I guarantee you, all of those games have never been cleaned. Oh, gross. <laughs> The library builds a strong immunity. I'm getting there. <laughs> right. For Good real, deal. like like riding the subway. So where do you like to take the kids? So yeah, so Michelle was, the other day, it was like two weeks ago, Michelle was like, I'm going to take you girls somewhere special. I think they had just done something good. I don't know. And he was like, do you guys want to go to Circus Circus? <laughs> they always do something goes, special. Trippy goes, mm, can we go to the library instead? They got <laughs> like, shut down for the library. <laughs> they crushed your dreams. I'm doing something right. So I yeah, say, I, I was gonna, really that, like that. Yeah, I was like, oh man, she's going to be so smart. <laughs> <laughs> cool, we'll drop you off. I'll see you at Circus Circus. I'm sure, <laughs> I'll be at circus, circus. I'm sure that'll be the, the last time library. she disagrees with you too. <laughs> I'm sure she won't disagree with you on other things. So you got to take him to... St- oh. Before you, do you take them to story time at the library? I used to before kindergarten. Now it's kind of during the school day. Um, but yeah, she just they just like to read stories. And, like and you go to the car. Didn't someone else mention park? that? Yeah. Someone else mentioned the story time at yeah, the library. Yeah, uh, yeah we used the, to do that. Alana or Britt? Someone we mentioned, yeah. yeah. I like the free activities mm-hmm. and becoming more frugal in <laughs> my old age, too. <laughs> free is good. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> for probably Children's Museum. Um, nice. And uh, I mean, I guess this kind of goes along with Marcel. We live in Verdi, right? So the girls are always like, "Can we go to Boomtown? Can we go to <laughs> Boomtown?" Boom oh my, it's constant. That w- what it's snowing today. Let's go to Boomtown. Boom I'm like, what? <laughs> so they love Boomtown. I don't love to take them there, but they have been multiple times. Have they changed? I haven't been to Boomtown. Do they got the three years? Have still? they changed it they, yeah, at all? Um, well, I didn't grow up here, so I'm not sure what it used to be. But they've got the merry-go-round. They've got the you know ride that drops Ferris the kids. They've got thing, Ferris yeah. wheel thing. They have miniature a virtual golf. reality ride. Yep, miniature golf, bowling. I, I, working at the summer camp, we went there more times than I'd like to count. And yes. just like, this, <laughs> like this hasn't changed since I was a kid. Yeah. It's like this is kind of lame. But hopefully, I think they made updates and upgraded. It's probably it. like Roller Kingdom. 
But I, I but I heard they're switching the carpet finally. I, I think. <laughs> oh, thank goodness! That's what I heard. We were around just the there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Ambux. Uh, Nice. Ambox is a non-profit organization that gives away bikes to special need kids. So they did their annual fundraiser there at Roller Kingdom a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, I was like, gosh, nothing has changed. No. Roller Kingdom. No. Talk about Reno viral still, videos. Still, yeah, yeah. still smells the same mm-hmm. from when I was a kid to now. Yes. 20 years later. That's yeah. significant if you're smelling the same smell. <laughs> yeah. You were a kid more than 20 years ago, my friend. But I, oh. <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you. I was there, remember? But I, I wasn't going to Roller Kingdom until mm. I was like a teenager. I was going to Skiing King Skate yeah. Country, mm-hmm. which no yeah. longer is a thin place. Parks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next question. You're up, Jake. Ocean, mountains, or desert? Which do you prefer? Mountains. Oh. Nice. Yeah, that was quick. You're easy. hitting the mountains after this. I am you? headed up. Nice. <laughs> uh, I know that one day in my future, I want to just live in a house that overlooks a body of water. So whatever that may be, whether it's a beautiful river, or nice lake, some ocean, I don't want to be with a lot of people. And I she went. keeps looking at myself. <laughs> well, because we both Here's agree. Here's the yeah. plan, buddy. No, no, no. So that's <laughs> the, yeah. So we actually both agree on this. So <laughs> hey, Matt agrees too. We could be neighbors. Yeah, with some elbow room. Happy wife. Over Happy <laughs> life. Like, a, like an acre in between. I think. Right. So you just want to live out I like in see a forest on a, on a lake? Or oh, a, that like sounds a, great. Or on a desert on a lake. I don't care. I want water in my... Secluded from other vision. people. Yes. Well, not too, I mean, people are okay at an arm's length, yeah. You just have to drive somewhere to see them. Yes, that sounds wonderful. Sometimes it's good, yeah. yeah. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> same, same. I mean, I... I don't know how to swim, but I love the, I love seeing the water, <laughs> um, and I love the mountains. So I mean that that's why I love Reno, I guess, so much. I just I wish we were closer. Just remember to that he doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot. <laughs> He's laughing. It's been so long since it's come up as yeah. this year. Uh. <laughs> no, no drowning scares. No. no, I don't think so. We used to go to the lake all the time, but I yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, it comes up every time we go on vacation. I'm like, there's the ocean. Let's go. You're like buoyant in, in salt water. Let's go. You'll be fine. Just get past the waves. You'll be fine. He's, uh-uh. I'm watching from the from the beach. <laughs> the ocean. Oh, is yeah. yeah I'm not afraid of the water. Give me a life sure. jacket and I'll, I'll yeah. just I'll hang out all day in but, the water. Yeah, but the ocean's uh, dangerous. I'm honestly, killer, I'm Killer shark scared. productions, sharks. <laughs> it's one of my phobias is the ocean. Really? Just be, yeah. No, if you are completely out of your element around animals and predators that you have no visibility on <laughs> i'm with you like, like i respect surfers that yeah. overcome that and they can just dangle their feet that's that dad floor. survival instinct <laughs> yeah. right there yeah. there's if predators can... you can't see kids can... <laughs> you sound like my dad right now. yeah hey that and horses i don't like what? horses it's weird child horses are gentle animals. yeah weird child traumatic i, mean, I understand what happened we're gonna have horses when I'm we open up the water okay. violence i don't want to right. talk about i'll send my it's, kids over okay yeah. it, it's like on a uh, italian job it's like oh i had a bad experience with dogs with right. most deaf. and he's like what happened like i said it was a bad experience <laughs> like really like yes. you gonna make me Doesn't, relive yeah. it right yeah. here right now <laughs> sounds like we need yeah. some therapy yeah. here i'm gonna have to be, get have over a, this i got a couch at the house that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> what did the horse do to you, Jake? <laughs> how, how are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm out. That's it. Uh, 
A shark can't be scared of a horse, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> there are no you're horses not, in you're the You're not ocean. very yeah. killer shark-like <laughs> right now. He's a shook, though. Fall, winter, summer, or spring. What is your favorite season and why? Summer. Summer. I love warmth. I don't, yeah. My feet are cold right now. Mm. Me like, too, I yep. just, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm Hispanic. <laughs> Enough said. We're solar powered. Spring, yeah. fall. Mm-hmm. Spring, fall. Spring and fall. And winter. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just all of them. Oh, no track. summer. That's why we get along so well. Yeah. Stay out of the heat. Oh, can't stay Where are you from? Heat. You're not from here. Where are you from? Chicago. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Polar yeah. vortex. Sweet I know. Those poor people. Yeah. Those oh, okay. seven minutes Freezing. outside. I have like hypothermia or frostbite or whatever. Cool, yeah. man. It's crazy. Cool. My mom said her dogs would go out and they within 10 seconds they were just like frozen. She had to lift them up and bring them back uh, inside. <laughs> man. Yeah. Wow. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I, I, I couldn't do that. Nope. nope. A lot of nopes. Grizzly, grizzly bears hibernating. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last question. Last album or artist you guys listen to? Hmm. I'm pretty predictable when I come to my music these days. I I don't know. I like my Tom Petty and my Bob Marley and I'm just I I have my go to tunes. I, I know that What's your I, favorite Tom Petty song? Oh gosh. Breakdown maybe? I haven't um, listened last to Tom Dance, Petty a long time. I don't I know. I just have these go to so I you know, there's only so many times you can listen to these same songs. So I've really gotten into podcasts lately. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Sell your DJ. Well, the last song I played last night when we ended was Baby Shark. Afterwards, people. That's how you close down an elementary school. That's how you shut it down. For real. Our friend for Halloween last last year was Baby Shark. He's 46 and he's about six foot three. Not Daddy Shark. He's Baby Shark. Oh my God. That ain't no baby. You know, I don't have kids. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the song. I don't know either. Don't play it. No, don't do it. I have a Santa Shark out too. And I was so excited that these kids actually knew that. So. I, I take requests, so the ki- kids were like, "Can you play Marshmallow?" It's like, "Wait, you know Marshmallow?" Like, yeah, give me five. Great, yeah, I'll play that. And I'm like, "I'm not gonna play that because nobody's gonna know who Marshmallow is." And then another kid, another kid, another kid. And then I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, these guys like Marshmallow. Yes, let's do it." Oh yeah. So we played. Were there at, any inappropriate songs that were requested? Um. Oh yeah, plenty. And I just kept saying, uh, "No, that has bad words." Yeah, but my mommy lets me listen to it. <laughs> what was the, Bring what was, your mom up what here. What was the number one requested bad word song? Um, what are the kids into these days? Oh, gosh. I can't even remember. Um, sicko, you want to know what kids are coming your way, Sicko Sean? mode. Sicko. Travis sicko. Scott. Sicko, yeah. Okay. They're following the adult trend lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what they wanted. I'm just like, no, I'm not playing. I don't have it. I don't have it edited. You don't have it? It's clean. I'm like, well, uh, yeah, sorry, I don't have it. I'm not gonna play it. Scream! It's lit in their face and walk away. <laughs> too it's lit. lit, fam. It's lit. It's too lit for you, you throw kids. Fam in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that. Congrats. Uh, did you answer? Did you give us an answer? Um, my kids have been every day wanting to listen to Shotgun. Who sings that? Shotgun. Statman. Uh, oh my gosh. Shotgun song. Yeah, Shotgun look it up, Michelle. Because your 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 daughters are twelve and nine. You said. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're starting to get into music, mm-hmm. right? The oh, Lila, she's that's her favorite thing. It has been for Is it George Ezra. Yes. Oh, uh, I can see he's probably a teen heartthrob. Yes. Right now. Just looking <laughs> at blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, the first yes. image that popped up. Okay. They yep. love George Ezra. 
<laughs> Your right. story about Lila with her uh, CD player about this time last year, it still cracks me up. When you gave her a, a CD and and they put a CD player in Do her they room not and know Lila, how to use it? Right. So she'd never experienced a CD before. She's like, I'm going to tell the this? story wrong. But yeah, she's like, Mommy, it's another Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Mommy, there's another Taylor Swift song. Oh, because it was like, a whole oh, album? Yeah. <laughs> it was didn't shuffle or anything else. Yeah. One artist consistently. Yeah. Wow. What is this? It shows you how kids consume music They don't listen days. to a whole yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about those singles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. man. It makes me sad. Right? <laughs> <laughs> makes me like, why is it, why are you playing another song? Didn't it, wasn't the same song from the, like, yeah, it's called, an album, <laughs> one There's artist, a series of songs made by the same person. Tell a story in a collection mm. that have some sort of coherent <laughs> meaning throughout. Yeah, that's how music used to be consumed before. That's why we're on like now 104. They just use all oh, the pop. Oh, kids bop. <laughs> yeah, seven thousand six hundred forty-two. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they just want singles. Mm-hmm. That should be a workshop. How to make an album? Yeah, yeah. Ah. How to make it coherent? Yeah. A big thought. Are they relevant anymore, thought? though? Are we just holding them back I listen by to albums, albums all the time? Yeah, but you're not the target demographic. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm cooler <laughs> But that's than what that. I'm saying. We're, <laughs> nobody in this that's room sure. is the target demographic. Yeah, that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't matter anymore. But anyways, thank you guys for coming. Mm-hmm. Thank you very uh, much. Thank you. Thank you. So, just to wrap up, uh, or recap, Dodge for a Cause this year is Saturday, March 2nd. starts at 8 a.m. for... The recreational 10 a, 10 a.m. for the competitive. If you want more information, they can check it out at Marcel. Dodgeforcause.org. <laughs> We're also still looking, you guys, for um, um, sponsors, donations, uh, volunteers. I am actually looking right now for um, uh, speakers. So if anybody out there listening, uh, we could use some speakers uh, for the event. I mean, we've got a big facility, so we need everybody to actually hear some of the announcements and and where the teams are going so if anybody out there listening if you guys can loan us some speakers for the day i'll pick them up the night before and drop them off the next day at your door nice and clean <laughs> dodgeforcause.org or hit me caesar jacob and uh we we will get you in touch with uh, one of these lovely people to uh, help out if you are interested or come in come with out, us on volunteering yeah yep. i guess i'll be slanging some Refreshments. Adult beverages. Refreshments. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jake's going to be won't, No, no, you won't see me. You will just be enforced upon. <laughs> <laughs> the silent enforcer. Sneak up from behind you and ask you to leave quietly. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. In other local events, uh, Friday, February 22nd, uh, my band Seven Out is playing at Shays uh, with a couple of other artists. We've been plugging this every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so come watch us Riding. rock out. Uh, anything else going down. that we need to add to this? Mm, no. What's coming up? We're going to talk about Motown Mondays tomorrow. Uh, spoken Views. We're doing a, our uh, week, our monthly open mic, the third Wednesday of every month. You can always come check that out. Uh, share any poems or poetry you might have. And uh, like we said, we've got dates locked. Last week with the Thermites, we kind of talked about it. But the Boogie Down, Get Down, Book Club workshops will be starting at holland the first date is sunday let me look it up to make sure i don't mess mm-hmm. it up sunday april 14th and we'll be doing the second sunday through through summer so uh look for more yeah. information coming soon we've got a flyer in the mix and uh yeah we'll be teaching like classes like how to scratch transition maybe rhyme spit do some production like writing lyrics if you're into music and you think that's interesting it's all ages it'll be free 
and like I said, it's at the Holland Project, mm-hmm. so you know it's a safe spot. Bring your those kids. Those will be from yeah. four four p.m. to eight p.m. on those uh, so the second Sunday of every month. So uh, yeah, cool. F- find some inspiration. Mm-hmm. Come out. Get, yeah. some, get some lessons. I told some more of, of that my community. students about yeah. it. They're already excited because it's like, I make trap beats, Mr. Richardson. Yeah. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, bring them. Bring them. Yeah, hey. we got something. Mm-hmm. You can bring them. You can play them. You get, maybe you we'll have some, uh, yeah, some, I some critique. people who want to spit. I want to critique them. Yeah. I'm not going to shut them down. You go you easy know. on them. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're young kids. They're a little soft still. <laughs> they're sensitive. <laughs> Very sensitive. <laughs> uh, before we go, um, we have always have a last question for our guests. So the question for you guys this week is uh, you guys are parents of special needs children. What's the number one misconception about special needs children? What do you want people to know uh, about them? I'd say that they're not capable of what everyone else is capable of. And so we try to break that break that uh, misconception. misconception. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have a 12-year-old who talks back and gets her phone taken away and gets <laughs> mad at us and slams her door and you know yeah. they can be typical i would just like to kind of change the narrative instead of parents encouraging their own children not to stare don't stare don't stare how about we encourage them to say hi say interact hi. Engage. interact yeah engage, engage yeah. and interact yeah. yeah yeah one of the things uh i i saw an espn special the other day and one of the things that actually popped out in my mind was uh saying that one of the anchors said and he says the biggest disability is society mm-hmm. i like to uh call it uh, instead of disability we actually had a woman um who just said well you know she's handicapped like oh my gosh do you know that we don't use that word <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying retarded that is never a word that should right be mm-hmm. used ever um i like to call it alternate abilities it's just looking at it a little bit differently still it's- positive and, you know, as in my class, we talk about like able-bodied versus non-able-bodied, just like anything else. You have certain privileges in within society and other people don't have those. So it's something that you should, if you teach your children to be aware of, mm-hmm. that, you know, just because that person doesn't have the same ability to do th- certain things as you does not mean they can't do them. They might have to do it differently. Right. There, there might, you have to design in the way we function as a society to help them be able to do those things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just because if you're only looking at it from an able-bodied person's perspective. Correct. So I think that's something I feel like that's changing. Uh, I mean, I didn't learn about that when I was Mm-mm. a kid. And it's definitely as the conversation's changing. Good. People might want to be like, oh, it's so politically correct, but it's... It's better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're changing... It's not just about the words you're saying. It's the meanings and the connotations mm-hmm. and the things mm-hmm. behind those. And the thought that goes behind it. Exactly. Right. Being right. intentional and thoughtful and mm-hmm. recognizing. Both of our special things. needs children, uh, they, they both go to typical uh, educational classes. Like, I think, well. Yeah, Lila's been mainstreamed forever. She's always been in a typical classroom. <clears throat> right. She has her struggles with that. But yes, so. And so Lena's in general education too. And I, what I was going to say is, I think it's just as good for the typically developing children as oh yes. it is for our own children. Can I share a quick story about that? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we just moved. Well, Lila's in sixth grade. So I spent September, October, November really looking for a placement for middle school that was smaller, somewhere where she can get away from so much support so she could become autonomous in her decision making. And, and so we found what we thought was this great little, but little Christian school. And um, it ended up 
not being the right fit at all. They thought she was not capable of anything. They saw her disability, not her abilities. And so it was kind of an eye opener. So then uh, Lila's home with me now, currently homeschooling for the last few weeks until we figure out what the next step is. And maybe this is the next step. I don't really know yet. But we went back to Verdi to pick up her sister and Lila got to see all of her friends from her sixth grade class. And they all said, wait a minute, we thought Lila was at a different school. And I said, well, she was, it just didn't work out. And trying to keep it as simple as possible for these kids, they said, well, why? And so I kind of said quietly, they didn't believe in her at all. And all of them were like, there were six girls standing around. These are 11 and 12 year old girls said, what? We've been with her since first grade. She can learn everything that we can learn. She knows everything that we know. And then one girl stopped and said, this makes me really sad. And I said, how come, Scarlett? And she said, because they saw her disability and not her abilities. And I was like, this is what Lila has done for these kids Mm -hmm. for the last six years. So it just proves that our kids can Mm. help change this. That's why these words are important. As a teacher, your focus is on what the kids can do. You always focus on their strengths and Mm -hmm. build from that. You know, we have kids of all different abilities in a classroom so you can't focus on what the kid can't do. You focus on what they can do and build their strengths up and then you scaffold or help them for what they struggle with. Yep. And it, yeah, it makes me really mad to just to see that. Like it doesn't matter. It's not even just teaching, coaching, anything with anyone. You focus on someone's <laughs> strengths first and that's how you develop them or help them improve. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that yes. makes me very angry but i'm not surprised at a private smaller school that that mm-hmm. might be the way yeah. they look yes they 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 don't have to deal with that so they have a closed mind and maybe that's right aren't as uh they said to me well wait a minute correct me if i'm wrong i thought we were just supposed to make her comfortable here What? <laughs> Dang. Dang. so you know it was kind of reality shock after but it's fun to now see so this is all the special education teachers mm-hmm. that are oh, screaming man. at their, yes, yes listening yes. to this right Raging. now just super angry Yes, oh we, we've had a whole series of amazing uh, resource teachers in the district. We really have. And they've, they just have done whatever they could for Lila. And it, it was kind of an eye-opener as well that the district has lots of shortcomings, a ton of shortcomings, but it's the people on the ground mm-hmm. that are amazing. So, yeah, so it was fun to see her friends come back and say those things because you never know how your child or anybody impacts another person until those things are said. And so. to have the kids say that, is huge. Awesome, yeah. Huge. Screw, the, screw the adult that's already has arrested development and can't yes. see anything beyond what they know. That's huge. That yes. that's amazing. Yeah, and that's why that. d- students of different abilities and backgrounds should be Inclusive. taught together mm-hmm. because it teaches them these different perspectives on life. And you get these kids who are obviously more well adjusted than the people who ran that school yes as 11 year olds than the adults in mm-hmm. that school yes mm-hmm. there's yeah. hope for the future yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> you know just get off Fortnite every once in a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. thank you guys again for joining us again dodge for a cause is saturday march 2nd 2019 dodge and uh get out check there. it out and uh, help out, get involved with your community. We're always saying that here and up in the mix. So, mm-hmm. um, Caesar, you want to, uh, to tell them where to find us and everything? Oh yeah, the uh, website up in the mix live and up in the mix live on all the social media platforms. I've been auditing all the podcast platforms. We're everywhere. Pick an app, download it, <laughs> and listen to us. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no matter where you consume podcasts. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, all the usual Please things. Please comment and subscribe, yeah. especially when we get into debates about sandwiches and other important <laughs> things. We want to know what you think. Yeah. Yes. Tell us if we're wrong. We'd love to argue with you. <laughs> you can always... Sean would. I'd probably just eat a sandwich. Bring on all the trolls. It won't have a hot go. dog in it? No. No. I'm going to go to Portisubs and try to ask for a hot dog sandwich. <laughs> They're probably be like, roll the bologna. We make sandwiches here, not yeah. hot dogs. Anyways. <laughs> you can check Caesar and I out every Friday night from 9 to 11 on KWink 97.7. Uh, or you can stream us live at kweekradio.org mm-hmm. for our hip-hop radio show. And lastly, if you're listening, take a look at uh, Holland Project website, hollandproject.org. You can become a member. You can support K-Wink Holland for as little as $5. As little as $3 each. So $6. You can do $3 mm-hmm. to each organization. So, again, these state people are uh, making moves in our community and helping people out. So uh, check them out and become a member and support. You too, Jake and Caesar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I got my bank record with my donations on it. Good, I, good. Yeah. We, we were pressured to try and get people. I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I should probably ask the guys I do the podcast with since we're always talking about it. So yeah, join Yeah, Holland. no, if, if we're K-Wink on it, I'm, it, I'm paying too. I'm, I'm a contributor. Yeah, All right. I did K-Wink like last whatever. <laughs> well, until thank next you. time. Thank yes, you thank you guys. Appreciate you guys coming thank on. You. Yeah, thanks again. Mm-hmm. Dodgeball tournament is going to be awesome. Dodgeballcause.org, everyone. Dodgeballcause.org. One more time. Do it in threes. We'll have you guys back next year. Oh, we'd love it. We'll tell you what's new. Yeah, some new stories. All right. Until next time, this is Sean. This is that poppy with the dad body. Guppy at Killer Shark Productions. Peace. That was another episode of Up in the Mix. For more, go to www.upinthemix.live or check them out on Facebook and Instagram at upinthemix.live.